Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. I want to teach uh, a lesson tonight, uh, and I'd like to read one verse, uh, Psalms 5, verse 3. Psalms 5, verse 3, My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee and will look up. Amen. You know, when, when we look up, things will look up. Amen. And, and I want to teach on the subject, give God some words. Give God some words. You know, what... What is prayer and its purpose? Prayer is simply talking to God. It's just giving God some words. There's no real big, well, as soon as I learn how to pray, and, and there is a learning how to pray, but in its simplest definition, it's just, uh, here, hey God, it's me again. You know, me in need, I need you. Just talking to your Father in heaven. Praise God. It's speaking words from your heart to God's ears. Prayer will motivate God. Prayer moves God into action. Prayer invites God to intervene in the affairs of man. And prayer is a very important part of our relationship with God. Amen. Because somebody who truly loves God will be a person of consistent prayer. Because prayer is more about relationship than asking God for things. Even though the Bible does say in the Lord's Prayer, give us this day our daily bread, and that's not just talking about, you know, some bread and peanut butter and jelly and all that stuff, but it's also talking uh, about give us this day our daily needs. And God knows what we need, and, you know, we go to Him, we ask Him for things. He said ask, seek, and knock, and that's important. But that's not the, um, the main thing about prayer. The main thing is relationship with God. I'm talking to God. I'm listening to Him his, his, speak to, into my spirit. So what prevents people from praying? James chapter 4, verse 2, first of all, it's very simple. You have not because you ask not. Amen. And so some people uh, don't pray just because they don't ask. They, they, they're not praying. They're not in thinking about God, and so it, it just is not part of their regular day. Amen. And obviously, a prayer not prayed cannot be answered. What you know? What what keeps people from prayer? Uh, first is a lot of times people say, you know, uh, I don't have time. There's no time. Amen. And some of us maybe have said that I don't have time. I, I, I'm busy. I got this. I got that. You know, the, the person that claims they have no time to pray has their priorities in the wrong place because we have to make time. Amen. Uh, and here's the thing. Prayer is, the, the, the enemy knows prayer is a powerful thing. It's one of the most powerful things God has given us. And so, uh, he, you know, he will try to allow things to come in, in, into our lives and stuff to keep us, you know, from praying. We'll get, you know, run us ragged, get us exhausted, whatever. 
uh, you know, we, our, our, our own schedule uh, gets in our, in our ways a lot of times. And then, you know, the day's gone and our eyes are like, you know, we can barely keep them open with toothpicks, you know, holding up the eyelids. And, and then it's like, oh my goodness, I got to pray. It's just like, and then we just snap those toothpicks and oh, I'm going to bed. But uh, one of the most important things you can do on any given day is to pray. It, it really is. You can say, well, you know, going to work, that's important. And, you know, taking care of your home and taking care of your family, that's important. And those are important, you know, daily things we do. But the most important thing we can do, uh, one of the most important things is pray. Amen. And if we go a day without prayer, we feel it. And as a believer, as a Christian, we shouldn't go a day without prayer. Even if it's just a few minutes in the morning or a few minutes in the afternoon or a few minutes in the, in the evening, some, sometime during the day we talk to God, give God some words. Amen. Because it's not going to happen if we don't. Prayer changes people and things, so we must take time and make time to pray. Amen. Because it's not going to just jump on us. Well, look, I got about five hours right here. I'm not doing anything. And, you know, and well, I could pray or I could take a nap or, you know, I could just eat for five hours or whatever. No, we got to make time to pray. Amen. Because it's important to us. What's another reason why uh, what that prevents people from prayer is doubt. Is he really listening to my prayers? Have we ever thought that sometimes? Is he really listening to my prayers? Am I just going through the motions? Are my prayers just bouncing off the ceiling? Or when we used to have two, remember Tuesday, Tuesday night prayer? Does anybody remember that? We had it for like 15 years straight, Tuesday night prayer. And, you know, sometimes people, you know, you bury your face in one of those seats. And uh, is, it, is my prayers just going in this cushion and, and just getting lost in there and not going anywhere? Is he really listening? Doubt is something that will keep people from prayer. Amen. Psalms 34, 15 said, The eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous, and his ears are open to their cry. Amen. And so that's important to understand. When, when doubt tries to come in, let, let's understand that God is looking at his people. God, is his eyes are open, his ears are open. Amen. And he'll listen to their cry. And so we, we shouldn't let doubt keep us from praying. Let's pray anyway. Amen. Yeah, I have doubts about stuff, but I'm going to pray because I know God is listening. Psalm 66, 19. But certainly God has heard me. He has attended to the voice of my prayer. Amen. And Hebrews eleven six. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. So what's the opposite of doubt? Faith. Amen. And faith uh, doubt tries to short circuit our faith, but faith is very important. Without it, it's impossible to please Him. It's what it's what gets us off, uh, you know, square one with God. Amen. And it's it's the catalyst that starts us off in every aspect of our life for God. And the Bible said, uh, "For he that cometh to God must believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him." Amen. And there's no greater way to diligently seek him than in prayer. Give God some words. Just ask him about saying, let him know all about it. Well, you know, he know, I thought he knows my thoughts even before I think him. He does, but he wants you to tell him about it. He wants you to pray. You know, if, 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 
some people say, well, if you know my thoughts before I think them, God, why don't you just read my mind and answer my prayers and I'll get about my business? No, because it's relationship, remember? It's talking to God. It's, oh, there's a whole thing in there. He wants us to pray, and prayer is bringing God some words. Amen. Faith is one of the most important aspects of prayer. Faith assures us that God's not only listening to our prayers, but he's also going to answer them. Amen. Another thing that will keep people from praying is a feeling of unworthiness. Amen. Unworthiness. Feelings of unworthiness hold us back from doing a lot of things for God, not just praying. Amen. You know, when Moses saw the burning bush, you know, he had been gone from Egypt for 40 years. He was now approaching 80 years old, and he goes up. He's a shepherd. He goes up with his shepherd staff up to the side of that mountain where he sees this bush burning, and it's not being consumed. And God says, Moses, take your feet, your shoes off. Uh, you know, you're standing on holy ground, and I'm, I want to call you. You're going to be the deliverer. I'm going to send you back to Pharaoh and let's, to, to tell him to let my people go. And Moses, he didn't want nothing to do with it because Moses felt unworthy. He felt inferior. He felt like he couldn't do it. Amen. And the Bible said, Who am I that I should go unto Pharaoh and that I should bring forth the children of Israel out of Egypt? That's what Moses said. Who am I? That's a feeling of unworthiness. And some of us might say, some people might say, Who am I? I'm just one person among the current estimated population of the world, 7.8 billion people. Who am I among 7.8 billion people that God, God would call me out to be a light in this world and to be a blessing to others and to try to help others? Amen. Who am I that God would listen to my words? He will. Praise God. Amen. Don't let unworthiness stop us from praying. I'll tell you who you are. You're somebody that's fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. You're somebody that's made in the image of God, and he loves each and every one of us with an everlasting love. That's who we are. You know, when God called Gideon, that's in the book of Judges. Gideon was one of the judges, like Samson was, and another guy named Jephthah. And there was actually a lady judge named Deborah. Amen. So in the book of Judges, Gideon... When God called him, the Midianites were the, uh, the oppressors of Israel at that time. And they uh, really, you know, had Israel under their thumb. And God wanted to change that. He was going to use Gideon, amen, to lead an army against the Midianites. Praise God for the victory. And Gideon was hiding behind this one, uh, uh, I don't know, somewhere, uh, you know, in, when we come to this part of the Bible... And an angel appeared to him and said, Thou mighty man of valor. And he's like looking around like he knows the angel's talking to somebody else. Like, you know, he's not talking to me. Who am I? Right? Amen. And he said, I'm going to use you. I'm going to use you. Amen. So that to, to get Israel out, out from the hand, the strong and the, and the burdensome hand of the Midianites. And Gideon said these words to the angel. Wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I'm least in my father's house. Who am I? I'm unworthy. Amen. 
But you see, folks, what impresses the world does not impress God. Amen. God is, he, he, he wants, he knows we're all ordinary people, but he wants to use us extraordinarily. But we got to bring God some words. We got to talk to him about it. We got to talk to, you know, sometimes before you talk to people about God, you got to talk to God about people. Amen. Put people in prayer before you tell them about God. There's a lot of things that we knew God, you know, God could care less about our financial status and, uh, and, and what things we have and what kind of name we have in the community or what fame we have. Amen. He just wants to know, amen, are, are you, do you have faith? Do you believe in his word? Do you want to bring him some words so that he can move on your behalf? Because we ask, if we don't ask, we're not going to have. The truth is none of us are worthy. And now that we have that fact established, we need to realize Amen. That there's nothing that this is nothing to do with our worthiness. When God looks at us, he looks, amen, to see if we're washed in his blood. He looks to see if we're filled with his spirit. He looks to see if we're trying to walk in the word. Amen. And then when we talk to him and we give him some words, his ear is open and he's going to do something about it. Give God some words. Amen. When God looks at us, Amen. He's, he's looking at his kids. We're a child of the king. Amen. He's looking to see if we fear him and are keeping his commandments. Praise God. And then another reason why uh, that, that keeps some people from praying is sin. Amen. Isaiah chapter 59 verse 1 said, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. So there's no problem with God's hand and his ear. But verse 2 is the issue. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. That's the problem. Sometimes when sin gets comes in, it's a wedge. It, get, it blocks the pipeline between us and God. Sin separates, sin hinders, and sin blocks. Amen. In John chapter 9, verse 39, the Bible said, Now we know that God does not hear sinners, but if anyone is a worshiper of God and does his will, he hears him. Now we have to understand that verse. When you say, well, if God doesn't hear sinners, how in the world are we going to get saved? No, he, he hears the, the prayers of repentance. He hears, and I think God even will do things for some people just to draw them by his goodness to repentance. But for the most part, amen, what it's saying here is when people that know to do good, people that know uh, what's right and they know the situation, amen, and they, uh, they are trying to pray anyway, even around sin and through sin, it's not going to work. Amen. We got to take care of the sin situation. Amen. And confess it and ask him to forgive us. Praise God and cleanse us from all unrighteousness and then pray. Because what even part of the Lord's prayer is forgive us our debts or forgive us our trespasses or transgressions as we have forgiven others theirs. It's part of it. Amen. Sin will stop our prayers dead in their tracks. We, we've, got to, we've got to get rid of them right away. Amen. And no, but none of us are perfect. And so when we do, do wrong, let's make it right. Praise God. 
And that's why that's what grace is all about. That's what mercy is all about. Thank God for the blood, amen, that washes uh, our sins away. And then when it does that, amen, it will restore the pipeline of prayer between us and God, and it'll be flowing again as we can bring God some words. Amen. Another question sometimes is, when is God going to answer my prayers? Does any, everybody, everybody wants to know that one, right? When is God going to answer my prayers? Amen. Has anybody ever had a prayer request that's been over a year or two years? Anybody? Amen. And are you still praying about it? There you go. That's good. You say, well, man, I've given God so many words on that request. It's piled up. Amen. But don't stop. Amen. Because I've had prayers answered instantaneously sometimes. Like when I pray for somebody and, and they were healed immediately. You know, or you ask God and something happens right away. And then maybe hours and, or days, maybe weeks, months. And then I've had prayers that have been years. Amen. And so we can't give up. we got to keep giving God words. Be, but here's the thing. When's he going to answer your prayer? Sometimes God answers and we don't even consider it. You know, we've heard all kinds of stories about people asking God, Lord, save me and all this kind of stuff. And then God sent somebody to save them, you know, in a, a disaster or whatever. And they thought God was going to, I guess, God's hand was going to come out and like pull them out, out of the out of the flood or whatever. And God sent a boat and God sent a helicopter and God sent a whatever. And but they, they didn't think that was the answer to prayer. So sometimes we don't understand. We don't see the answer. But a lot of times God gives the answer. Amen. And his answer is yes. Sometimes his answer is no. He's like, we're praying, we're praying, we're praying. And God said no. Amen. Or he shuts the door. And we're, we're beating on that door. And that's not the situation. And then sometimes his answer is wait. Like he's still on board with it, but not this. the timing's not right. James chapter 4, verse 3, you ask and do not receive because you ask with wrong motives so that you may spend it on your pleasures. Amen. And that's why it's very important that, you know, we can ask for, you can ask for the moon, ask for the stars, but always put in your prayer, not my will, but thy will be done. Just because just like any child, I mean, even our own kids, sometimes they ask us things that weren't good for them. It, can I have no, like, no good food for like a week and just have candy for, and cakes and cookies for a whole week? You know, that's a, that's a good request, and you can, you can make that request. And as a parent, we say, absolutely not. Amen. And God is a great, loving, heavenly Father, and He's not going to give us things that we are going to be bad for us. And that's why we say, not my will, but your will be done. It may not be His will right now, for that particular request, it may be his, or it may be his will, but not his time. God's timing is everything. Amen. Don't force God's timing. Amen. Proverbs chapter 28, verse 9 said, He that turneth away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be abomination. Now that's, that's, a, that's a scary thing. Amen. Why isn't some, why isn't some people's prayers answered? Because sometimes people, they, they don't hear the law anymore, which means they've, they've turned, uh, you know, uh, their ear away. 
You, you know, in the Bible, incense is symbolic of prayer in the Bible. And prayer should be a sweet-smelling incense that goes, you know, proverbially up to God. And, and God, like, takes it in and it's like, oh, it's beautiful. Amen. But when somebody chooses to turn away their ears from hearing God's word, and we know that if you're not a hearer, then you're not going to be a doer, most likely. And, and then they still want to pray, and they still, regardless of that, well, yeah, I don't want to keep his word, and I don't want to, you know, do his word, but I'm still going to pray. He, he said, you know, those prayers become more of a stink in his nostrils than, than the sweet-smelling savor. They become an abomination. Amen. And those prayers definitely won't be answered. Amen. And then sometimes there are unseen things that are hindering the answer to our prayers from coming. And in those times, amen, we just need, like, I, like did you just raise your hand about you've got some long prayer requests or whatever. And we just got to pray until something happens. Push. Pray until something happens. Amen. And that's a continual prayer that you don't give up on that prayer. You keep putting a, a pile of words on top of another pile of words and another word, some more words for God. Amen. Uh, I'll tell you the story, Daniel, in the book of Daniel. You know, in the book of Jeremiah, it, it's, it's said that Jeremiah prophesied that, that Israel would go into Babylonian captivity and they would be there for 70 years. And that Jerusalem would be kind of lying waste and be taken over by other people and all kinds of stuff. Amen. And so Daniel, knowing what Jeremiah had written, and he was in the captivity. Daniel was in Babylon, and then Babylon fell, and then Medes and Persians took over during that time. And it was getting toward the, the end of the 70 years, and Daniel went to praying. And he prayed Amen. And he prayed and he fasted and day by day went by until 21 days of prayer and fasting went by because Daniel wanted to know what was going to happen with the nation. When was God at 70 years? What, 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 what are they, they going to be able to do? Were they going to be able to go back and rebuild and all that stuff? So he had a lot on his mind. And he was praying and the angel came. Amen. On day 21, angel Gabriel came and told him, hey, I'm here for your prayers. Amen. And he said these words, and this is what, why you should never give up on your prayers, because you never know what's hindering your prayers. Amen. I'm not talking about us hindering. I already talked about that. I'm talking about something else hindering the prayers from coming. But there's a spiritual warfare going on out there. Amen. There's angels and demons and there's all kinds of stuff going on. And there's fighting back and forth. And our prayers, amen, give the angels power. Our prayers, amen, help them come through. And so Daniel chapter 10, this was on the day 21, is what the angel said to Daniel. Then said he unto me, fear not, Daniel, for from the first day that thou didst set thine heart to understand and to chasten thyself before thy God. Thy words were heard, and I am come for thy words. I'm come because of your words. That's why we got to give God some words. He actually prayed that angel through. The, and when you keep the enemy's kind of blockade, so to speak, when you keep reading, he said, yeah, the print, he talked, it's talking about 
spiritual th- uh, terminology, but the prince of Persia withstood me and I couldn't get through to bring you the prayer request, your answer, amen. But then Michael, you know, Michael's an archangel, and Michael, the Prince Michael came, and he helped me, and he broke me through, and I'm here to give you the answer. But you kept praying, you kept fasting, you kept giving God words. The bottom line is, don't stop praying. The answer is on the way, amen. Keep praying, keep faithful. Amen. Hebrews chapter 6 tells us to be diligent to the full assurance unto the end, being followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promises. Through faith and patience, we're going to inherit the promises. we got to be diligent with full assurance to the end. Throw the doubt out the window. Don't worry about unworthiness. Amen. When you're covered in the blood, you're made righteous by him. You're okay in his eyes. Amen. By the grace of God, we are what we are. Let's give God some words. Amen. And I'll close with our text verse. Psalms 5 verse 3. My voice shalt thou hear in the morning, O Lord. In the morning will I direct my prayer unto thee, and I'll look up. You don't have to pray to God only in the morning. Some people aren't morning people. Some people wake up and their bags aren't packed. You know, their bags or their eyes are hanging down. They're not packed yet. You're tripping over your bags. You haven't had your morning coffee. You don't even know what your name is. And you can't even, there's no way you can pray. Hey, I understand that. But hey, may, you know, maybe you're night people. Maybe you're at mid-afternoon people. Let's pray. Amen. Because the Bible said morning, noon, and night. Amen. I'm going to put my words to you. Pray without ceasing, the Bible said. Just have a spirit of prayer. You can just pray while you're driving to work. Just keep your eyes open, right? Amen. Pray, you know, in the afternoon. Just say a prayer. Amen. It's not the amount of time necessarily, although, you know, the quality time is important. It's, you know, what your, where your heart is and putting it in with God and humbly just asking God, you're going to hear my voice, God. My, my voice shalt thou hear. That means I'm going to, you're going to hear my voice, God, and I'm going to, I'm going to direct my prayer into you and I'm going to look up because my redemption draws near. I'm not going to keep looking down. I'm not going to, you know, put my chin on my shoes, my shoelaces and be all bummed out about if this is not going right or that's not going right or whatever. I'm going to look up, praise God. And I'm going to keep giving God words because it's like sowing and reaping. The more you give him, the more he's going to answer. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast and may God bless you.